Uh, so Edel and Abraham will start with a quick icebreaker. If you guys were elected president today, president and first lady, what were mesema Uhuru Naruto no? We want Abraham and Edel. What is the first thing you would do? And you're only president for a week. President and first lady, what's the first thing that you'd do? Abraham, start start us off. <laughs> okay, I don't think uh, people will like me for this, but the first thing I'd do mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, I'd ban uh, Boda Boda and Matatus because they are annoying on the road. That's what the first thing I'd do, actually. <laughs> I actually knew that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Like the Boda Bodas. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. You're usually like, if I was just governor for a day, I saw these guys would it leave. <laughs> You'd be on the road. <laughs> yeah, that's the so, first thing I would do. Okay, only Boda Bodas or Pia Mats. Pia Mats, so what? What are you Unless they straighten up and start uh, acting like civilized citizens. Because <laughs> the things they do on the road, it's madness. Yeah, yeah, true, true. So what to tembe? To tembe your weekend. Yeah, that's what, what I would do. Okay. We walk. The week that you'll be president to Natembe. Ah, but to take a to take a train system. To take a train ah. system. In that oh. week. What would you by scale? What for exercise? Okay. You won't be given a re-election, that's for sure. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's not about being popular, it's about getting things done. Yeah, true. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then, let's see. You uh, okay, for me, definitely clean up Nairobi. Oh my gosh. All those Muduro and like set up, um, what's it called? Working uh, garbage collection and, you know, cleaning up uh, systems. Mm. especially downtown Nairobi oh my gosh yeah definitely clean up Nairobi and also like set up a team that cleans Nairobi and you know mm. makes the place look good I mean downtown is just so stinky guys some days I'm just like guy I can't even imagine walking the streets every week <laughs> yeah okay okay you know the interesting thing about these questions they not only help us like learn each other but they also help us learn ourselves and what is important to us because the what we would do is so different uh, like yeah. abraham you could you i feel like to you maybe what's important is that is something very important to you your transport system and edel to you the cleanliness of the environment is paramount and to me perhaps uh I would focus on police systems, so it's it's so interesting to learn that's, each other that's in that one. way. It's a good yeah. one. I should have said that first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, them first, then Buddha Buddhas. <laughs> okay. So, uh, guys, uh, I'd like you, you're in the state house now, like we're imagining you guys as pres- uh, president and first lady in state house and here i'm asking you guys to take us through your love story how it all started and just share with us how you guys came to be so i was in this classic um you know this 
uh, romantic kind of uh, Hollywood. Uh, I meet him and I fall in love all of a sudden and I know he's the one. I don't think that that ever happens. I don't know. <laughs> But definitely it was a process. So I knew Abraham were like childhood friends. Well, I wouldn't say we are childhood friends because he just knew I existed. Let's just say that <laughs> when we were kids, he just knew I existed somewhere in the neighborhood. Mm. But um yeah when I was when we were younger I used to have a crush on him and uh that's that, <laughs> that went nowhere because I mean I had a I had crushes on so many guys so um as a, which which year did he did he go you yeah, only he had crushes to- on so many guys once I left some quick <laughs> <laughs> okay so when he left okay he left for Ghana in 2020 or 2011 I don't remember but that, yeah so when he left I was like oh well that went with the wind so let's move on with life and yeah so I didn't really think they would come back to be relocated as a family and then when he came back I was like I'm curious to see where he is, how he looks like, you know. But after I saw him I was like, well, there's no spark anymore. Like I moved on. And he was in joining campus and I was just in high school. So those that, that car distance and we could no longer relate, really we couldn't relate in any way. So yeah, so give it time. I finished high school around 2016. And yeah so he started we started talking and pole pole when I joined Campo like we started having like deep deep conversations and I was like okay this guy is actually really nice and we did a lot of church stuff together so we're in the same church and we used to spend a lot of weekends together so we had enough time to just know each other And that went on for like two years. No, yeah, two years since 2016. And yeah, I was just getting to know him. There was nothing. It was completely platonic. And mm-hmm. pole pole, uh, we started, we used this term called being accountability partners. You know that, that it's like your male BFF, the, this code for male BFF. So in my mind he was my best friend but he knew I was just any other girl right Abraham <laughs> yes. I used to tell guys he's my best friend and he would deny yani unaniruka tu hivyo anyway yeah so we were really really close in fact people thought we were dating but we weren't so at some point i think um think like I would okay I don't sound so spiritual like spiritual but it's like God was speaking to us separately and we are also very nervous about it because at that moment we weren't thinking about relationships I mean he was he was just from a relationship and he was done with that for a time and he said the next girl he is with is going to be his wife that was his analogy as for me I had just finished high school and I was ready I was single and ready ready to mingle <laughs> and I really wanted to meet many guys and date and 
yeah, be taken out on dates. I told you Abraham all these things. In fact, I had a Car- list character. like no, you wanted to get character development. No. <laughs> no, like I just wanted to meet interesting people and and explore, you know, and see what what the world has to offer, you know, in terms of character development. Anyway. So, um maybe that that wasn't in the books for me because I realized I wasn't even speaking to any other guys that the way I was speaking to him like sharing sharing very intimate things about my life about who I am and what I stand for and pole pole it's like we were knitting this you know this cord that was getting unbreakable and you know and pole pole we just realized that maybe we should give this a shot so i would go it de- in deep to details maybe abraham can do that mm-hmm. but yeah at some point i said like god was speaking to us separately so in him god to him god spoke to him differently like through dreams for me it was a still small voice just nudging me and telling me like this this is your future husband and i was like yeah no can't be he is not six foot tall he is not a basketball player in fact he is everything i did not (laughs) expect in my future husband but i just um listened and waited for time to tell and after some months we actually had the conversation and we said you know what i I like you and you like me so why don't we give this a shot and here we are today so all the gods I'm living to you Abraham today haha <laughs> daily gods yes right now I'm engaged to you so you can give the love story from that yeah that that angle so, yeah, Abraham know your kids will listen Okay. No, you're too <laughs> <laughs> so oh, they will cringe. They will cringe. They just went to the first two minutes and said no. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, you, you know this is what I'm saying. Like they didn't to say. You know, uh, w- one day told me whenever you're going in, always let your woman speak first. Mm-hmm. It'll have very little to cut, you know. So that's what happened and they gave this entire story. Nothing really to add. She's said most of it. Um I guess how we started having Wait, there's always um, your perspective, you know? Like this how you experienced it. Yeah. Your view, point of view from your yes. perspective. Okay. Exactly. Okay. It may sound very okay. Okay. So um I think as she said, uh was I in third year? I think I was in third year in campus. And Edel was, uh, I think, about to join campus year, somewhere around there. Uh, and as she said, I was not in a position to, I wasn't looking for any relationship. You can't make choker. You can't for your proper development. And I'm like, no. In fact, even the time we had met as a youth group, and Edel was there. And I, and I loudly vocalized it that me, I'm now getting married. I really remember. I remember. Someone mm-hmm. was beat. Someone was beaten yeah, so, thoroughly. <laughs> by Nairobi girls. Yeah. <laughs> May I ask if you are in Georgia by any chance? 
no no uh, <laughs> i was only i only when, when, when time we moved to, okay by the time i moved to juja was in yeah. my, was my 15th sixth year of school uh-huh. and i didn't stay in juja i was just going there for classes and uh, which are not even every day we just go so twice a week so okay. yeah i never stay yeah but uh yeah so in tadia i wasn't looking then um it was in a it was in a this one time we had a youth night that we met and then like uh our youth leader at that time was asking how we are living through campus how we are surviving like do you have accountable accountability partners and we were like no and actually at that time we were very at that night we were only four people i and another two guys and the other two guys were already really good friends so i think they were already accountable to each other so now when we went home Edel, Edel asked like do you want to become my accountability partner like sure why not and uh yeah so they started talking and I, I feel like at that time we were really really prayerful because i think at that time was it internship internship so I had a lot of time they did to pray and uh, just do devotions and study the word so and Edel was in i think in a semester so we talk a lot she share about her day her struggles we just share about um what's happening what i i read or heard or whatever it went for a while it went for a while it went for a while and then yeah um oh yeah they're in, those are the interesting things. are you forgetting our story no, no, no. I, I, i see what you did i see what you did uh <laughs> okay the details so you know uh you know god, god, god speaks you know it because it, it, i think i once told adelis like um God look at us and we like look at this idiots let me just step in and help them you know because uh <laughs> <laughs> just really help them so like eh Edel. no Edel. it's not idiocy it's more like denial <laughs> no no it's, it's, it's just like there's a reason idiots is because i mean you know people in the world say give me a sign what what sign did you want you know yeah. did you want a, exactly <laughs> what what other sign did you want like you made it so funny that it, it's even her mom who gave us like a sort of like an ultimatum of sorts you know like these sorts uh and there's new quality yeah this is a dream you guys decide do you want to be together mm-hmm. if not leave this friendship mm-hmm. no more channel mm-hmm. that time none of us are Oh, I don't know if it was scared or interested. I think it was more scared. scared Because yeah. uh, while, while we were friends, we had um we had we had both shared what we want in a partner, what our expectations are, and none of us met the other person's um <laughs> standards. Yeah, we did not match. We were not a good yeah, match. So, <laughs> but but to be honest, when we when we think about those, those expectations are very uh vain things i guess yeah. about it yeah. but um yeah so now as she said now i've been friends for a long time you know uh, i always tell people don't have deep conversations with any opposite person past mm-hmm. 2 a.m or past because it was it was it was one day the youth were having a sleepover and um uh, it was the teenagers actually and we were just there to facilitate and help so that night and just talked just talked we talked at like four in the morning and i guess that's how uh, i think our walls are down so we ended up here and okay yeah, okay uh, 
three things come to mind when I've heard your story. Um, one, more, most importantly, you just mentioned that you shouldn't have talks with uh, people of the opposite sex past two. And Edel talked about uh, BFFs. Do you guys believe that it's possible to have a platonic mm-hmm. best friend? Uh, just like if Eden had another best friend or if you had another best friend, do you believe in that? Because that's a whole other discussion. Oh my gosh, that would not end well. I mean, that's that's how, what got us here in the first place anyway. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I mean, you get so intimate and I was l- listening to some YouTube um, like kind of uh, what's it called? Like a a channel whereby young guys were talking about being led on whereby you're single but you just want to be friends with this person but maybe what you're doing what you'd count as just being nice or just your standard of friendship you know a, a nice guy a gentleman will just make sure you reach home safely, call to find out if you're okay. But a girl, on the other hand, is already planning out her wedding gown, saying, oh my gosh, this guy, he loves, he's like taking special attention. Um, He's like showing me some affection. And maybe the guy is just being nice. Or the girl is listening to you and encouraging you and just being supportive. And you already see a wife or you see, hey, this girl is into me. So mm-hmm. when you're friends, that can easily happen. The most probable thing is that either of you will start developing feelings. And if the other person is not ready, then it can end really badly, like really badly. And mm-hmm. if both of you for um, start falling for each other, well, it's a good thing, but do you see each other as... Uh, lifelong partners like do you see with is it just a short-term thing a fling and all that so yeah so i just don't think it's a good idea personally like if we are friends um i like having friends with dudes in a group i don't know if it makes sense like mutual like you know this guy who knows like it's not there's no point in time about we're just hanging out too closely together yeah yeah Okay, and this is in context of when you're looking to date seriously, dating, you're in a serious relationship. Yes. So what I'm hearing you say is that it's important to draw the boundaries because it can get blurry, yeah? For sure, for sure, yeah. yes. yes. Okay. And I'd like to get Abraham's insight on God Speaks. Now, this is such, um, uh, how do I call it? An, an interesting topic about God speaking, especially to us Christians, young Christians, um, because for, by my experience, and I think we've had this conversation with Edel before, how do you know that this is God speaking and not probably my own, you know, like the chemicals in my brain? Like it's a very blurry line that I think we're all trying to, you know, to figure out is it God that's leading me here because I've I, I know certain situations where people have said it's God that's leading them there but you know how do you differentiate this is me like this is me making this decision and this is actually led by the spirit how do you think so uh, 
that's an interesting question uh, mm. but uh, if when it comes to dating i believe god mm. is always speaking it's just mm. that we are not listening you know like mm. uh because i'd say imagine if edelo i at that season mm. met someone um who 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 had let's say all the expectations he wanted mm. because it's what we want what our flesh wants to say god is speaking here you know mm. um and that's what happens a lot in the world uh, mm. and that, uh, there are two people i've read i've had two things before one was my, my dad he said why is it that when christians pray god mm. answers every prayer except the prayer of who am i going to marry you know mm. and the, the thing is god god is answering that prayer that we are not listening because we have serious serious expectations the two biggest things for christians to surrender are your career and who you are going to marry you want to maintain control of that you know like and then now you, when you get when you choose a man from out of the blue you're saying god god come and bless this marriage <laughs> and now alone was past, uh, was uh, by pastor mike told i'm sure many people will know him one day he was saying Huh? um you your expectations or you're telling god give me a six foot man who plays basketball and has does this and does that yet god's plan for you is a is a four feet two inch man and yet if you're with that man you know you so much fun you know the the thing is i came to even with being added i came to realize um early in our relationship um when have expectations mm. that discriminate God's creation they are not of God you know mm-hmm. for instance mm-hmm. if you say light light skin dark skin and um, mm-hmm. thin or fat you know mm-hmm. uh black or white like in a way that's sort of discrimination mm-hmm. that is influenced by social media instagram and how it people talk about it is not mm-hmm. of God mm-hmm. i don't anyway and, 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 and even in the bible when the israelites ask for a king based on this physical pictures you know king Saul he was he was look at how it ended you know mm. and um i think that's where i came to realize in terms of god speaking god is only speaking the question is are we hearing you know many times uh, i feel in this day and age most of our thoughts and desires are influenced a lot by what we see online you know whether knowingly mm. or unknowingly i yeah. guess god is only speaking the question is are we listening I think can I can I just interject uh just to um just add up from what he said. So another thing that we need to be careful about is uh, when we are in such a vulnerable state of seeking for a life partner or just uh dating people can take advantage of that especially in the church some people I have found it such a bad thing like i didn't know how intense it it's getting that people are using this phrase of you know god spoke to me and to mm. the one and once yeah. you put someone in that place whereby it's like you're setting them up or uh, for quote unquote disobedience it's like well if you don't respond then you're disobeying god's mm. voice or something like that and it's kind of a manipulating spirit which I rebuke in Jesus name <laughs> because I I believe God is not uh, he is very clear like once God has spoken like there's no 
second guessing his voice is that powerful as it's said in some in the book of psalms like and so i think people should really go easy on that um confronting someone you like and putting god in it when he's not in it and i mean if god is going to uh if god says this is your partner you should go give this a shot then he will also speak to the other person if you get like what i'm saying right don't be the person to coerce someone into a relationship on the grounds of god has spoken to me about mm-hmm. us you know like let it be if if i feel like god is leading me let me be willing to say okay i don't trust myself maybe i just like the person so god just uh, speak to the other person and if it's going to be let it be you know yeah so yeah absolutely you bring such an important point which is on quote unquote spiritual manipulation because now uh we a lot of people have lost um almost faith in finding a partner in the church because they think you know they call quote unquote people hypocrites and you know uh, men are the men in the church it is said that they are now you know becoming spiritually manipulative and i've seen this in my own family as well so it's 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 such a it's such a hard thing i think to know um you know what is true so maybe calling for a lot of disarmament because yeah. it's it's so easy for me to say you know god god told me that you're my partner or god told me this and it it at a point where i remember a guy telling me that god told him something and i just rolled my eyes like lol you know no it's <laughs> you start you start actually losing hope in um you know people think that god told them something so it's such a marky yeah. mm-hmm. yeah i agree like people make it so casual and it's like a game sometimes and mm-hmm. maybe some people innocently don't know mm-hmm. maybe they, sh- they they don't give uh even god time to confirm what they think they're hearing you know mm-hmm. like sometimes sometimes it's just feelings like it's nothing god like it has nothing to do with god just maybe you just like the person but you don't have to uh fix them into a corner so that they can date you you know yeah you make such a good point actually i was speaking to my uncle on it and he i was still asking the same question how do you know like what is you know true from what is a lie and he told me it's just time like giving it time and i and i had time in your story as well kind of giving it time to see if this is true because if it's not true it will show itself yeah 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 okay um and speaking of um the whole uh, concept and view of christian marriages i know you guys are soon to be married congratulations thank you um, so i'd like to hear from at start with abraham um, do you think the the perception the the worldly or people's perception on marriage because i know day by day people are losing like a kind of now diminishing marriage as an institution do you think uh, the world's view or perception on marriage has affected your own in any way the, the world has not um 
changed my views on marriage. In mm. fact, I think Edel and I have been very intentional about how much of social media we consume, you know, because um, it is designed to sort of uh, reprogram us in one or the other, whether we know it or not. Mm. And, um, you know, even it, when in, I think, what's that, journalism uh, or, the, you know, bad news sells more than good news. And that's why you, you're more likely to hear about how many marriages are failing and you not hear about how many marriages are working, you know, not to take it away from one or the other side. But uh, if let's say, if you hear, if you hear someone is divorced, you immediately want to click higher what happened. But um, if you hear like someone is, has been a successful marriage for this amount of time, how they made it work, you would even bother reading, you know, like bad news sells more than good news. And that's why now um, journalism and other online platforms make their mission to to uh, show more bad news and good news, you know. Not taking away from, there they are horror stories, but that, that's not the entire 90% or 100% of the population. So, um, yeah, I'm not really influenced by what happens in the world. And mm-hmm. I always say, like, our, our, our parents have made it work, you know. Yeah. Now, our, yeah. our job is to improve on it not to re- regress, how to go is to improve on it, you know, how can relationships work even better, how can marriages work even better, with all the knowledge mm-hmm. and self-awareness we have right now. Yeah. yeah, It's very powerful. I feel like we'll have to bring you guys back, <laughs> because you've um, touched on such an important uh, part about um, adulting in faith, which is social media, that I think we can dive into on a separate episode. So, Adel, you were also uh, were asking you about um, the fears. Do you have any fears going into marriage, you know, and, you know, to the world, quote-unquote, you are young, relatively young, and, you know, do you have any fears around that? Um, I would say I am not afraid of marriage in itself. I mean, we've been together for a while now. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to get married to your friend first. Mm-hmm. So that it's not all scary, I would say. But I wouldn't say it, it's, it's what happens all the time. But I'm lucky to be getting married to my friend. At the same time, I'd just say it won't be the same. The best friend. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes, I'm getting married to my best friend. <laughs> um, He's forcing issues, I see. Okay. Uh, but the tables have turned. <laughs> yes. Where do you answer? Thanks for embracing it. But I'd say. Now we can. Now we can. Okay. I'd say that I know the dynamics change when you're married. Like, it's not the same it's not quite the same as now because we're still living separately when -hmm. you're coming together it's like a lot of adjustments a lot of changes uh i don't know if this is too personal to share but i've been living home since campus well the living hostel i don't i don't count it as living away from home because i was home every weekend Mm. But this is the first time I will be 
completely by myself without my parents and it's it's kind of scary I would say because mm-hmm. I don't know if I will adapt to it uh quickly how I will adapt to it you know and I I really don't know what to expect let's just say so it's I think it's just the fear of the unknown let's mm-hmm. just say that but mm-hmm. marriage in itself I think we've taken the right steps to prepare we have approached the you know people who've gone ahead of us our seniors we did a premarital counseling in 2020 and we've we've done our best to prepare as much as we could had mm-hmm. all the right conversations about finances about you know um roles our roles in marriage about expectations if there should be any and even parenting a bit of parenting so i think marriage is something that you continue learning while you're in it i don't think you can be fully prepared for for it you just uh need to just take that step of faith and hope that you you know you you get things um right when you're there and we i i think learning is never ending we continue learning something new about ourselves mm-hmm. how much more um when you're with someone you've known for the, so many years i'm so sure when we get married i i'll discover new parts of abraham that i didn't know existed and him the same so mm-hmm. it's just exciting i think it's it's more exciting just than fearful <laughs> Let's no, let's keep it let's let's keep it PG please. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true because I think, um <laughs> I think you know I used to think that um being alone and like staying alone helps you discover yourself until you but I think I think until you're vulnerable with someone you even learn to dis- like you learn parts of yourself you didn't know existed and i learned that last year you know like it's not just being alone that helps you discover yourself but even being with a partner helps you discover new things that you didn't know about yourself so and i'd like to you know bounce a quick question for abraham because you mentioned this and edel has touched on it a bit on on kind of wildly quotes you know social media quotes like you know stay stay alone girls do what 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 you know like the <laughs> yeah yeah because the narrative quotes that kind of encourage um you know liberation and freedom i think to it's I don't know I my take on it is <laughs> it's still I'm still I'm still trying to address my take on it but um how then um are you guys navigating that especially with Edel like you mentioned you're moving um out of your parents into you know a uh, marriage living with uh Abraham are you guys you know and hearing all these things about you have to live alone what are your thoughts on that do you have to live alone is there a script you know Abraham uh, I don't think you have to live alone I think the one thing you you realize about gr- growing up in this life we are always doing it whether you're in your 18s whether you're in your 20s 
even when you reach your thirties, you know, um, there's really no script to life. You know, you know, um, I always take the examples of you know when you go to motivational speakers, mm. they always try to give you this um, template of what to do to become successful. Yet when you look at all the millionaires and all the rich people in the world, none of them have the same story. You know, um, even when all our friends we've grown up with from childhood, we haven't lived the same life. And if some may be be doing well in their own um, way, so even in terms of marriage and moving out and when to get married, at what age, there is no script to it. I mean, like. Uh, I think you just find your path and let God guide you and lead you accordingly. You know, even in the Bible, Abraham, Moses, Noah, they all have different stories. You know, some got kids when they were young, some got kids when they were a hundred or is it ninety years old. So there's no script to life. I guess that's what I'd say. Mm. Oh, interesting. Perfect. Okay. Um, do you believe love conquers all, Edda? Okay. Love conquers all. Oh my gosh. I I I am not so sure if I understood it or I understand it so well, but I think if I speak from a biblical perspective, I think mm-hmm. it it does. I'm not talking about the cheesy kind of romantic kind of love. I think I'm just going to refer to the First Corinthians 13 type of love. I think it does not. It may. It may not uh, conquer everything, but I believe having love is very important, especially in a marriage. I mean, a marriage without love is very stale. You know, you might have the the romance may kind of die down as you grow older and maybe the things that you used to do when you were younger may not seem so possible when you're maybe really busy but if you still love one another i think you can be able to face so many challenges in life i don't know if it sounds cheesy love conquers all but i think it's very foundational and important in relationships especially in marriage yeah Thank you, I Abraham. Think, I do think love conquers all. Okay, here we may begin a little bit deep, but um, uh, let's go. How do we start this? Uh, I don't. I don't know if uh, you understand about you know the the, the crowns of. I think the, the Bible, when you go to heaven, when you go to heaven, yeah, the last day, we're being given our crowns based on what we did. You know, um. Uh, this this story I had not a story, but this um, someone was saying like, you know, you think um, let's say prophesying or um, performing miracles or doing all these things, all these great things which are elevated by the church, will will uh, get you bigger crowns in heaven. But someone was saying that the the highest crown in heaven is the crown of love. You did you love my people? You know, um, even First Corinthians thirteen. Um, or somewhere around there, it says if you speak in tongues, you know, if you pros- prophesy, you do have, you know, anything. And I believe love has the power to conquer everything. You know that our understanding, yet again, 
ha- has been brought down to just thinking it is about feelings it, it does conquer everything you know if we really love like you're supposed to love how do you yeah. say it? we should love yeah. it can conquer everything because um for instance remember that that story in the bible about one of the greatest stories is when they brought that woman who had committed adultery and they were ready to stone her you know and the response to jesus gave if you're able to reach that level of maturity and love other people you know it can it, it can um solve many problems because now what we engage in these days is um an eye for an eye you know you get offended and now you act in response to that offense and and canceling the cancel culture yeah and cancel culture which is it is not scriptural in any way you know um and like we i don't know why i don't know if it's because of just the age we live in by we've been influenced by so many things and so many stories that it's it's i don't know it's coming harder to love and harder to tolerate things it's mm-hmm. easier to criticize it's easier to rebuke it's easier to con- condemn you know um, because um i always say this you know uh, the world may have its laws you know like um someone who lies and someone who kills both of you have committed a sin equal in god's sight you know none is greater than the other and the, and the, and the moment we start realizing that we realize we are all we are all we all we all fallen short of his glory you know and i think really, but now so here we believe lying is not as big but kuam to go to prison and such things yet according the world's laws it's fine but according to god's laws they're equal and so i believe love conquers all love can conquer all if we learn to love and we are supposed to be the example i think that's uh, that's very powerful thank you that really brings in a bigger discussion <laughs> that i think we can shelve for uh the next episode with, with you guys but, but <laughs> doesn't the bible say you shall know by this by my disciples by their love they have for one another so do mm, yeah, yeah, yeah it does yeah okay because i would imagine there's people who let's look at this practically as we wrap up uh mm. people are going through a difficult say for example either infidelity or um even you know an abusive marriage does that mean then that love doesn't exist mm. there or it can't like are there things that love can conquer or you know because there are things that we it, it's said that we can't tolerate you know can love conquer those because practical yeah. perspective you know such situations now become not so black and white so uh okay uh this this be hard but um i always say if if your love towards someone else is dependent on the actions they do towards you that is not love because that means you have, you have certain conditions i love you under these conditions and we are supposed to have unconditional love you know um 
when you look at the Old Testament, you know, um, everything they did whenever they rebelled and all those things, all that was considered as adultery. And um, God still loved them in, eventually. Um, because I always say, like, you know, it's so easy to think about me and what I'm feeling right now. And, you know, the, yes, the, the thing of put yourself first, you know, that, that is very common in Israel these days. I always say, Simbaya. But um, now, if we come away from the context of relationships and, and now enter to the context of um, individual, now let's picture this. Imagine you yourself and your relationship with Christ. If any time you did something wrong, and you know, like we as humans, we, we've done crazy things, you know, mm. even when we were sinners before we even we knew better. And imagine if, if that at that particular time he ostracized us and says, he wants nothing to do with us and um be able to complicate how would we be you know but um he should he constantly shows his love toward us like that's even sometimes when you get saved especially if there's a point in your life whereby you are just living a wild life like you know there's this level of like mary magdalene like just of um appreciation of god's love for you mm-hmm. and so we are supposed to replicate that however hard it is i always i've told mm-hmm. a little once this before not that it will happen but my life my love for her should reach a point whereby even if there was infinity somewhere i would still love her i know it's easy easier said than done but mm-hmm. it's easier said than done definitely but um that's that's the goal you're supposed to aim towards you know because uh, how you love an individual journey just like your faith if if i loved edel um based on what he's done towards me i don't think we'd be here today uh, even the mm. same if she loved me based on how i treat her or at a particular point you know because you have these arguments sometimes these small small disputes and if at that point you said i would love this person you know i don't think we'd have any successful relationship right now now when, when it comes to let's say domestic violence i think that's a whole other conversation because you know there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a topic of safety and you know uh, you don't want someone to, to end up dead just because yeah. of a relationship you know that would be very sad so i think that's a whole different scenario which you know yeah. your life comes first i guess <laughs> especially when it comes to domestic violence i don't think you should, you should stay in, in, a, in, a, in a relationship which may end up dead you know it's not right yeah. it's not right yeah. Um, yeah i think when it's at the expense of your health yeah, yeah. i don't think it's no. and general well-being to be honest and I, that's why i was saying we can share this for a different discussion because it then touches on um, divorce and etc <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, final question. Um, what is your take on on waiting? The second final question. What is your take on waiting? <laughs> waiting till marriage. What's your take? Uh, what advice would you give to other couples? Uh, am I going first? Yeah, yes. yes, you are. Okay. I'd say, um, I know waiting is so hard, <laughs> like it is. So if you realize 
and you know and you've decided between the two of you that you want to spend the rest of your lives together just don't waste time like don't don't uh, tempt yourselves i would say not that you'd get married just because okay we're trying to keep ourselves uh, it's a little chaste uh, if you're um if you're talking about uh, someone who's probably uh, had sex before and now is choosing the journey to celibacy but at the same time if you've decided that this is the one then try and take this the right steps towards keeping that um like it's sort of a, an agreement even with god to save yourselves for each other until marriage and i think the world is doing a good job at making us look like we are being prudes you know that thing of you're su- you're being such a prude why why can't you just you know like Onja. it's your Onja, it, it's, yeah it's your man how would you know like you'll enjoy it and you'll be in it for the rest of your life but like anything else when you're doing something whether it's driving a skill you're taking up it always gets better with time and practice so if it's bad the first time well just we'll we'll do it once again and again and again until we get it right and and you know kitambo where i think times za kitambo people never had that opportunity of we talk about this a lot with abraham this thing of uh knowing what once we've known what uh, sex is about there's that exploring and uh, curiosity and gives uh, us time to make form opinions around it and then the boundaries kind of just fall off the ground because it's like now it's just something that's so casual and kawa it's so ca- it's so common that um if you're choosing to keep yours or wait it seems so absurd i don't know and i think we should really really rise up as young christians in in whatever spaces we are in even on social media to revive the purity not it's not a culture but speak about purity and yeah i know there's the purity of heart and all that but there's also keeping ourselves and not just um you know having sex just for the sake of mm-hmm. pleasure you know because it was preserved for a covenant and it because it has so much meaning more than we put to it uh more than we think like it's not just something that you can it's it's more of like an exchange not only of how can i say it it's more like you become one let's say that's mm-hmm. why god put it set it set it aside for marriage because he knew that it would seal and bring you together to become one mm-hmm. yeah so i think i would encourage couples i mean if you had maybe if you weren't born again and you had another uh, a life before christ and now that you've given your uh, your life to christ it's not too late like you can start your journey to celibacy and god will count it as purity because you are a new being and the old is gone and you can start uh, a journey towards just um saving yourself for your for your husband yeah or your wife let's see 
and we don't talk enough about how men are also not usually included in the picture when it comes to purity because mm-hmm. yeah le- that's a whole other topic but mm-hmm. let, me let abraham t- <laughs> let abraham uh, just share his view uh i'd say hey, don't date for too long if anything you i think i to, to, we've, we've passed the threshold of how long is supposed to date but i think it because of many reasons but um yeah uh, when you do it for very long you just give it the room to have fun with you guys you know because there are two things that should happen you either fo- end up falling into sin or you'll end up you'll end up breaking up you'll, you know those are the two scenarios and um this okay this are i think i'll just leave it there because now what what i may say is a whole other conversation which we were not we were never created to, to to date you know we were never created to date that, that is something to me on gaza in recent times to to do what you know what else said to test the waters to explore you know to see what is out there and when we, we look at those words explore to see what is out there it's in a way is to meet your our own sort of listen selfish needs for lack of flesh needs for lack of a better word and but that's a whole other story but it comes to waiting just don't wait for too long i had advice especially if you are it's a uni in in graduate uni i mean who says you can't get married in university you know who says you can't get married at when you just graduated you know just who says who says this society is it a law you know before Second, how will you know this is your wife? Will, will you just walk up to some random woman and say I want to wife you, I want to marry you? But I think as I uh the more the more he explained it and the more we were dating, we actually understood that dating is a social construct of mm-hmm. of people um not trusting in the ability of having like okay it's also another topic of god's choice for you because <laughs> i believe god has uh chosen a partner for you and in some instances well when you miss it he's also gracious to um give you another partner in the case of let's say someone dies and all that but i still believe god has everything like when you read the scripture it says i for i have uh written all my your days in a, in a in a book that's in psalm 139 and in jeremiah 29 it says for i know the plans i have for you meaning god has plans for us 
including career including our marriages and all that and because god has given us the free will i believe sometimes we abuse it and we want just to do what we want without really thinking about the consequences and you know i mean how is dating helpful i think that would be another t- uh, how yeah. uh, another topic for another day like is dating helpful in this society you know is it do we still believe in dating and all that yeah so i think it's become more and more complex because guys are bringing things like compatibility i don't know personality types it's just crazy it's crazy out here but yeah i i think yeah, god is, knows what, what the best ma- the, the best matchmaker what oh zodiac signs oh my gosh yeah. let's not get into that it's gonna get it's gonna get hot in here <laughs> yeah but i think all in all all in all all in all i believe i think god allows us to do some things but even as we do them i think we should also seek him you know i, I mean Abraham when you said that you don't uh, believe in dating i think even when you're dating god can i i believe in dating but god led me to you you know and here we are today so i don't know maybe maybe we can we, we can continue this another day <laughs> yeah yeah okay thank you so much guys i'd like to wrap this up with two requests one that i nikikosa kwa bridesmaids on the wedding we're taking this down off of spotify like that's request number one i i really really enjoyed this so much and i bless your relationship and your marriage i'm adel yani i bless you kabisa kabisa and Abraham as well. I feel very confident in knowing Adele personally. I feel very confident in having a part uh, Abraham for a partner. So how about you maybe you know like as an auntie and old auntie <laughs> I give you guys a blessing, big blessing and uh, I look forward to uh, more and more discussions like this. I hope you guys enjoy your valentines if you're listening from wherever you're listening. Have a beautiful valentines. Abraham na Edel tutaftie sisi pia wenye hatuna. Isha because we have few days. <laughs> yeah, thank you so so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, It was such a pleasure. My parting shot is Her name is Adele Ekapel E K A W P E L you can find her music Oh my god shameless plug shamelessly plugging like I literally we will walk in a conference I think imebaki tu asimame kwa matatu ambi kila watu kila mtu ebu just open youtube right now <laughs> But the, and to be honest, this week, this week, this week, I was about to do that. When I was going to work in the morning, there was a lady who was sitting next to me, and she was listening to worship music. I was, like, yes. I was about to tell her to pause on that. You want good music? Oh, Such this man. 
lakini nikalala kwa mka kwa mshashuka nikalala ya laki in charge of marketing marketing ni yeah absolutely check out her ep it's a very very beautiful ep my favorite song Sada, which will play uh, the showing of this podcast and during the snippets. So yes, Abraham, I second that. Check out her EP. Well, thank guys. Adele, before we leave, um, since this is a Valentine's special, uh, whether you're alone mm-hmm. or with someone, I think. Um, marriage i don't see marriage as a source of identity or being with a partner uh find your identity in christ uh, i think that's what kept me going even before abraham uh so don't be discouraged if if the search is proving to be hard well maybe it just means that you get a bit more time to grow as a person and grow up with your relationship with christ and even uh develop friendships meaningful friendships so i don't think that um i think society sometimes can make us feel like our value can come from being with someone or, or whether you're married or not but i i don't think that's what the word of god says so just hang in there the lord hears your prayer pray for your relationships your marriages even if it's going to be five years to come and God will surely come through and answer your prayers. So I think that's just my encouragement to all the the girls and guys out there hoping to meet someone. 